0: Oh, I've got press salmon on. I was <laughs> like, when's that going to go? <laughs> Welcome to Ladies Who London Podcast. I'm Emily Dell.
1: And I'm Alex Lacey and we're Qualified London Blue Badge Tourist Guides. Each week we bring to you some of the best bits of London. We talk about our favourite people, places and events with a bit of information, a lot of laughs and a whole lot of fun. We can be found on Instagram at Ladies Who London Podcast and on our websites guideemily.com and alexlacey.com for information about our upcoming walking tours and virtual tours as well as what the Blue Badge Guiding Qualification is all about. Hello! Happy Wednesday! Uh, hello. Happy Wednesday! Happy Wednesday indeed. How the yeah. devil are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Um, you know, despite the rain and everything, why is the rain back? I've no June. idea. I've no idea. It's not too chilly though. It's no. you know, semi kind of
0: monsoon out there. <laughs> very much monsoon. You know, it's not. It's not, not too it cold. And actually, there was a tornado in East London last what? week.
1: What? Really? Have you seen the
0: footage? Yeah. No. Seriously. There was a tornado in East London and it lifted like these huge bins, you know, those massive square bins.
1: Yeah, no one got hurt apparently. That is so Britain, isn't epic. it? Like, you know, in America, it causes devastation and ruins houses. And in, in England, it lifts bins. It lifted a bin. But like one of those huge ones, you know, one of those square
0: ones that takes a bit of energy to actually lift the lid.
1: Hello. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Look at the footage, guys. It's uh, It's all happening. All the excitement, all the fun yeah, of the fair, and east fun of
1: level. the fair. Um, but you had your birthday,
0: didn't you, Alex? I
1: did. Yeah, you're making a really big thing of my birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a lovely birthday week. It was. I'm not normally. I'm not normally a kind of birthday week kind of person. I'm more of a just have a party on one day and that's it. But uh, it was my fortieth, so um, there was lots of lots of fun and, and, and stuff going on, which was uh, yeah, it was a lovely week. And nice. the sun came out, so I was happy. There you go. Lovely. Yeah. And talking of birthdays, I do have to say a little shout out to, uh, someone whose uh, birthday was um just this weekend, just gone. It was one of our listeners, Gabriella. Uh, happy birthday, Gabriella! She turned eighteen. Happy birthday. And I got to meet her last night because they did a virtual tour for, with me for her birthday. Which oh, fun! Fab. It was lovely to meet her. And um, I'm not sure I've told you this actually, but Gabriella and her mum have done a podcast. Oscars. Guess who won the top prize? Oh, my goodness me. It was, was it us? Ah,
0: yay! Oh, thank you so
1: much, guys. Thank you. <laughs> so, a massive happy birthday to Gabriella, and it was lovely to meet you yesterday. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening and for voting us, you know, top pod. We'll take that. There you go. Happy birthday, lovely. <laughs> happy birthday. So, um, this week, well, what are we talking about this week? Where did we get to uh, at the end of last week's one? So last week we
0: spun the wheel and it landed you wouldn't believe it would you but it landed in Clerkenwell again
1: <laughs> because the previous because last week we did talk about Clerkenwell with the um the mail rail which is one of my favorite little uh, little things in London and the museum is great and I know some people message me in the week saying oh I've been or I'm going to go and it's it's just brilliant fun um have yeah, yeah. you been yet, have you?
0: No, haven't been. Didn't know too much about it. Um, girls trip. I see that. In our yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, very interesting last week. Thank
1: you, Alex. And uh, podcast pedestal wise, um, it was quite interesting because there were so many quirky little bits to mm. the Mail Rail story. It was almost quite tricky to to pick a crux thing. But I think we both came up with some strong contenders. Yes, you went with you? The, um, the reaction to the World War II bomb, didn't you? Which was, I think, great because... It showed what it was all about and that, you know, that sort of slightly fabled blitz spirit. But, you know, it's, it's it's fabled, but there are sort of examples of it. Absolutely. Well, everybody needs
0: their mail, don't they? So very important. And you went for, and I think it was a fantastic choice, um, the lady with the big hoop skirt that um, <laughs> used the kind of vacuum tube as a bit of a, a roller coaster. Yes.
1: <laughs> and kind of like
0: kind of launched herself through through. The, yeah, <laughs> through the vacuum
1: tube i just love the image of of her doing that you just I can just imagine her going way all the way down that's what i'd be doing um yes and i think it's it's, it's interesting because they're they're two slightly slightly curious ones aren't they but um mm. but there we go so how do you think it has gone this week well um I've
0: done very well on my poll. <laughs> <laughs> and you to look at. <laughs> yeah, the only one I'm allowed to and I haven't actually looked at our joint one actually. Um and usually Did you get Nick voting for you again this week? I didn't. Well, I had so many voting for me, Alex. Oh, I didn't have time tiro. to scroll through. <laughs> he might well have done, but <laughs> <laughs> so many names, so many names. Um so usually when it's high on mine, I win, but I don't know. How are you feeling? <laughs> your little
1: face. <laughs> um, well, it, it's a lot closer than you think it is. Is it? It's 51 to 49%. <gasps> split. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that's taking the shine off your little face. Whoa. Okay. I you know. <laughs> she's got all nervous now. Oh, come on then. Hit me. It has gone the direction of the woman in the vacuum tube. Are you
0: so- I don't believe you. <laughs> I I don't believe you.
1: (laughs) The numbers on mine were so good in my favour, and they were good in my in my favour on mine as well, and on the the and on the joints. Yeah, she's gonna go and check it now.
0: (laughs) I will. I won't do it right now, but I will check it later, Alex Lacey. And remember, everybody, every single week, I let Alex tell me tell me who has won. Yeah, I know. Trust you you entrusted me
1: with that years
0: ago because she wanted the wheel. Because I spin the wheel. Yes, I think it's about time we uh, we changed roles,
1: actually. Oh, interesting.
0: Mm. I will uh, endeavour to try and fold the wheel up and send it to you by a post. <laughs> well, she's gone
1: from super confident to really, really defensive. <laughs> no, no, not at all. As I mentioned, the woman in the vacuum was a very good choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious.
0: Well, anyway, oh, right. Um, I, I Bloody swear. Bloody hell! Twenty eighteen now. This is not acceptable.
1: You'll come back. You always do.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, you'll you'll charge ahead like eight more, and then I've got to crawl myself. <laughs> not back, necessarily. Crawl my legs not along the floor.
1: <laughs> well, tell you what. Let's get on to the. She's <laughs> really ruined her day now. <laughs> Bloody hell! Such let's a good get mood. on to this week's one and uh, and have a little chat, and then maybe I will pick something rubbish this week. Well, we'll see, Alex. We'll see. So where are we off to? So we're back in Clerkenwell.
0: So back in Clerkenwell. So um, I wanted to talk to you about a prison um, which was known as the House of Detention. And something happened in the prison called the Clerkenwell Explosion or the Clerkenwell
1: Outrage. I wonder what's going to happen. I don't know. So have you heard of this before? No, not at all, actually. Oh, OK. OK, fabulous. Um,
0: Well... Do you know you know the area of Clerkenwell, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. I yeah, I'd rather so, like
1: it's steeped in history, it's great. Yeah.
0: So where you've got the church, St. Mm-hmm. James's Church, um, the House of Detention used to live basically just behind that. Right. Um, and actually there were two prisons there previously as well. So you had um the Bridewell Prison, oh, which yeah. was there from about the 1600s, and closed in 1794. And then after that, you had the new prison, which was there until about the 1840s, and then the Clerkenwell prison. Right, okay. So, um, they were all used for people that were about to go on trial. And actually, the Clerkenwell prison was also used for people that were potentially going to be taken to Australia. Ah, Um, The prison itself was quite notorious um, for being quite dark. I mean, when prisoners went in, they had to wear masks to stop um, showing the identity of each other. Oh. and they weren't allowed to speak so they had this kind of uh this quiet law where no one
1: was allowed to talk and no one was allowed to see each other's faces oh my goodness that sounds yeah. really sinister it is really sinister isn't it what's it's the really reason dark. that did they have lots of kind of high profile criminals there or
0: um i don't know not necessarily
1: i think that they were
0: just um just super strict um but eventually of course they they realized that this wasn't good for the sanity of the prisoners and <laughs> yeah, things started to change um but you talk about kind of famous you know prisoners
1: actually in the new prison which was their before you did have a prisoner called jack shepherd oh we now we have to do a podcast on jack shepherd at some point i love jack shepherd he is a notorious character isn't he yeah
0: so he was around in the 1700s and he was known as honest jack which is hilarious because he was not honest at all (laughs) Uh, (laughs) he was a bit of a pickpocket a bit of a thief and um Uh, I won't say too much just in case we do a pod, but he basically was fantastic, fantastic at escaping. He was a jailbreak Um,
1: extraordinaire, wasn't he? He was.
0: And he was placed in, I think it was like four jails. um, And one of which was the new prison where the house of detention used to lie. And um, he was there with his kind of accomplice, uh, a woman who was known as Edgeware Bess. Um, <laughs>
1: brilliant.
0: <laughs> uh, Real name Elizabeth Lyons. Let's
1: bring back the name Bess. It's such I a good know, name because it's been on the pod
0: before, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a sort of Georgian Elizabethan name, isn't it? And just Bess is such a great name. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know why. I just think no, it's, it's, it's fab. Brilliant. Um, So
0: anyway, they were both strangely put in a prison cell together in the new prison in Clerkenwell. um, And they managed to file through their manacles. (laughs) Um, They removed a bar from the window and used their bed sheets to create this kind of uh, rope to descend down to the ground level
1: i mean it's it's escaping prison 101 isn't it right there, it
0: really is and but they were still kind of in the prison yard so then they had to kind of get over this 22 foot high wall uh, which they did and um it was just extraordinary and everybody spoke about them it was all you know in the papers and actually when jack Shepard came to his doom or maybe I won't say, just in case we do a pod. I'll okay. leave it. I'll leave it open. But okay. um, <laughs> yeah, really interesting to the point that there's been um, all sorts of plays. Like the Beggar's Opera, um, the character McKeefe in John Gay's Beggar's Opera mm-hmm. um, was based on Jack Shepard. Oh. So, you know, lots of people knew about him.
1: Yeah, he's kind anyway. of a man in, in, in history, isn't he? Yeah. In history. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, um, yeah, I mean, there were a couple of famous, famous prisoners. Now. Onto the Clerkenwell prison, a.k.a. the House of Detention. I think the House of Detention just sounds just such a,
1: a, really know, good a club.
0: scary name. Yeah, it does, actually. The House of Detention. <laughs> doof, doof, doof. No one's getting out. <laughs> you just have, like, this headmaster, like, kind of dropping yeah. beats at the right? front. <laughs> You're in it. detention. You're in detention. You're definitely in detention. <laughs> 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 Your skirt's way too short. Oh. Um. Anyway. Um. So, yeah it was quite big it was four stories and it had like this semi basement um and it was used for obviously prisoners it was also used for medical examinations um there were baths in there there were kitchens in there um and when you descended um Uh, So when you went up some stairs to enter the prison, so if you're a prisoner and you're about to be imprisoned, Mm. you would have to walk underneath this replica of a a grotesque head, which um, apparently used to kind of hang over the entrance, its mouth wide open in terror. (laughs) sunken eyes matted hair um and this is meant to symbolize criminal despair well, it sounds like the end of that nightclub doesn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> like it, does. it, it sounds like morning. what everybody looked like when they left the club <laughs> matted hair sunken eyes <laughs> mouth wide open <laughs> um yeah reminded me of my 20s <laughs> um now, just kind of whiz forward a little bit um, before I tell you about the um, Clerkenwell explosion. Um, it was actually used during World War II. This is when the prison had closed, and it was used as a bomb shelter. Oh. And then it was uh, kind of turned into a chamber of horrors. Oh. So yeah, so up until the 1990s, you could have actually have gone in there and it was uh, an experience where they would um, talk to you about um, different ghosts and um, different kind of poltergeists that lived down there. Um, the space could be rented out for parties. And it was actually featured on an episode of Most Haunted. Um, which you can find. And, and actually, um, strangely enough, even though it's the Clerkenwell prison, um, the guy, Derek Acora, I think is called, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is, you know, I mean, he's questionable, really, isn't he? But <laughs> I wouldn't want to cast aspersions one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> but he does pick up Jack Shepherd. And I don't know if he, he knows Jack Shepherd, but it's like, I'm getting someone. Someone's
1: running through. He's called Jack Shepherd. <laughs> why would Jack Shepard haunt the prison that he spent ages breaking out of? He didn't die in. Yeah, I know. Why is he? Why
0: has he decided to go back? You know. Oh, I forgot my manacles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I left my toothbrush behind. I've just got to go back and get it.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, so the explosion. Mm. Now we are in 1867 at right. this point. Okay. I remember. Um, it well. And a man called Richard O'Sullivan Burke is part of a group, um, he's Irish, he was born in Kenny in Ireland, and um, uh, he, along with this big group, are wanting to break free from British rule and wanting Ireland to become independent um and after the american civil war he traveled uh, because he was in ireland went to america traveled back to ireland to give advice on military tactics and basically take part in a bit of a rebellion Uh, he was dubbed the colonel so if you like he's kind of like the front headed man and he came to britain went to Manchester to attempt to break free uh, a fellow kind of group leader who had been arrested and placed in a jail in Manchester. Um, But with that, he got himself arrested and was taken (laughs) to London and placed in Clerkenwell Prison. It's rather careless. Yes. (laughs) Okay, now the plan of action was to of course, break Burke out of the prison, Clerkenwell prison. So a group travelled to London and the plan was they were going to wait until Burke was in the exercise yard and they would exercise every afternoon from three to four. And what they would do is they would take a barrel, fill it up with gunpowder and place it against the wall which just on the other side you've got the exercise yard this does not feel like a good idea it does not feel like a good idea and they set off the the gunpowder the hole is suddenly um there's a hole within the wall and burke is able to escape so that's
1: the plan they also i assume burke knows about this and he isn't just gonna Yes, like so basically it, it? there is
0: a bit of a bit of a signal which is a white ball so they're going to throw a white ball over the wall to the exercise yard There, uh burke is so he sees the white ball and he's like right my friends are on the other side of the wall better right. move away from the wall
1: <laughs> here we go <laughs> hold on to your pants time um <laughs> new, pants please. That, new that, pants please that was for hannah who we we, we mentioned new pants please in a very early podcast and she regularly messages it to me. Gosh, that was,
0: wasn't it? We haven't said new pants, please, for for a while. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad that's come back. So new pants, please. Um, And he, you know, there's lots of smoke, of course, and he is able to just break free and walk through the wall. Um, so, does this happen? Well, on the 12th of December, they actually planned this, but their gunpowder does not go off. So oh. they've got the gunpowder, they've got the the barrel, they place Oh, Burke um, must be
1: so cross. He's, he's like, the white ball comes over, he's like, ready... Ready. <laughs> you know. ready and like nothing happens how nothing God. happens at all and he's kind of like you know all smiles how long and do I wait to
0: pounce <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like right exercise is over lads no no <laughs> guys what's happened anyway um the next day in the morning the police are tipped off um so they're tipped off um from uh the Dublin Metropolitan Police and they suddenly send them an urgent message saying that they're is this group um we've heard word that there's going to be um an attempted um uh kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for alex breakout breakout yes an attempted breakout so they decide to have all of the prisoners exercise in the yard in the early hours of the morning so um the guys are there again they've got their gunpowder um, they've got it in a costmonger's barrel which is basically a barrel that would be used for fruit and vegetables it's quite a large one yeah. they fill it up with gunpowder they light the fuse there are three men there apparently who are seen later um and the explosion goes off or of course we've got to remember the white ball goes over oh, yeah, so yeah, i mean yeah. luckily they've got two white balls because they <laughs> lost a white ball yesterday <laughs> they're like damn oh <laughs> lad go, go, go get another the one go on so run get down, the white run down ball. To, run down to Wilco's. Get a new one. Yeah. Throw it over. Oh, I should say at this point as well. So there's no one in the yard. All the prisoners are back in their cells. And oh. um, Burke is in a, a double padlocked cell. So he's actually been moved um, to one that's even more kind of uh, because they've
1: been tipped off, right? Because they've
0: been tipped off. Gotcha. Um So the white ball goes over. The explosion goes off, and this. I kind of,
1: it, sorry, I just really enjoy the image of this white ball just going. Oof, into this. Empty, yeah, I know. This empty <laughs> like, you know, if like the, the white ball would have been busy and he would have noticed it, and then suddenly it's like this, oh <laughs> like quite. Oh, right, it isn't isn't it? It. You know, the policeman just like, yeah,
0: come yeah. on. And if the white ball had a personality, it'd be like, Yes, I'm gonna be, you know, I am it, this is my moments. And then suddenly it gets to the outside and there's nobody oh. there. Oh, okay. <laughs> um so this explosion was absolutely huge and they say that if there were uh, prisoners actually exercising in the yard all of them probably would have perished because it was gigantic mm. to the point that somebody over near the royal exchange heard the explosion um and there was shattered windows the houses that were just opposite they all collapsed um immediately oh yeah and there are deaths I have to say, um, there were four people that died immediately. Um, Eight more died later of their wounds and at least 120 were injured.
1: Oh,
0: lads, you
1: didn't need such a big barrel.
0: Yeah, so just epic, really, really big. Um, So after the explosion was, um, well, after the explosion, the army was called out to assist in securing the prison. Um, and as I say, there were three people. So three people were seen kind of fleeing the scene, one of which included a man called Michael Barrett. Uh, Now, Barrett was an Irish man by birth. He was 27. He was quite muscular, apparently, average height.
1: Have we got a crush on him, Emily? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um, (laughs) And he was um,
0: a stevedore, which is somebody who kind of um, packs lots of goods into boats before they're taken from the London docks out to wherever they're needed. Um, Now he had actually been arrested in Glasgow months before, um, and this was for illegally discharging a firearm, but um, was subsequently freed um and he was seen apparently somebody thought that they saw him but he had quite a strong alibi to say that he was actually somewhere else Mm. but during his trial at the old bailey in april so this happened in december it's quite a few months later until we've got the trial in the old bailey um the Old Bailey actually had their own kind of witness, a man called Patrick Mullaney, who told the court that Barrett was definitely there. He triggered the explosion and he's just somebody that shouldn't be trust anyway, plus the fact that he is somebody that has been um, reprimanded before. So with all that, the yeah. jury sent him to his death. Oh. Yes, and he was actually the last
1: man or the last person to be publicly hanged. So even with a pretty watertight alibi they just had it in for him? They had it in for him, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and... The
0: execution day, I mean, it, it. from what I've read, it just sounded huge, especially because people would have known that this is the last execution, the last public execution.
1: The last chance to see this happen, lads. The Get last chance,
0: can. yeah, because this would have oh. been quite a spectacle, wouldn't it? I mean, people would have had the day off. Yeah. It, it usually would have occurred on a bank holiday. They wanted as many people to see it as possible so that if you had any inkling of doing anything wrong, yeah. you tell. had that visual that, that could potentially happen to you. Um, and I just want to kind of read some uh, accounts to you um, about what it was like, because it's quite, it's quite interesting. So there were catcalls, comic choruses, there were dancing, uh, mock hymns. And this was the night before. So the barriers had been kind of set out. This was about two o'clock in the morning when people started to kind of, you know, get into position.
1: Oh my
0: God. And I kind of think of it like, you know, when Kate and William got married at Westminster Abbey and oh. you had, I mean, it's obviously very different, <laughs> um, <but> you, <laughs> it's slightly <a> different vibe, <laughs> yeah. But you had people with their tents and their flask of tea, you know, all of their food that they set out the night before waiting for the, yeah. for the most um, prominent and optimum position um so i kind of
1: i feel like it's a bit like that so (laughs) so they're all thrilled kate and wills will be thrilled
0: (laughs) um and then the arrival of the scaffold appears which apparently um you know everybody starts to yell and scream there are people there in their fine attire there are, are women there are children as well which i just think is it's just awful because this is just seen as such um, uh, a spectacle, such they an event. They really needed Netflix,
1: didn't they? They really did. Yeah, they really, really did. Um, and because then we know with you as Goth Guide, you'd have been front and center. I really would have been. <laughs> you Gosh. would, have shit. yeah. I'd be like, can you move out of the way? I'm trying to do a reel down with you. <laughs> <laughs> Now <laughs> with your puppet beheadings and your, you know, all of that and your, yeah, exactly. I'm like, Barrett, you. anything to say, yeah. Barrett? <laughs> How do you feel right
0: now? Great down the lens. Come on, lad. I'll Come put on. it on Instagram later. <laughs> um, but he apparently he was um he was very cool, very calm when he walked up. Um, uh, he, you know, stated because they said do you have anything anything to say in any last words, and he still kind of stated his innocence and um you know said that this was an injustice and and different things um but was very cool very calm um and everybody jeered and sang (laughs) and uh he was killed he was killed on the 26th of may in 1868 gosh yeah
1: that feels that feels like a real miscarriage of justice
0: it does, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I mean, I'm not saying that he definitely wasn't there, but from you know the fact that they just kind of um, discredited his alibi yeah. so easily. Yeah, it's a weird one. Apparently, Queen Victoria was outraged that only one man went to the gallows. Oh, really? Yes, because there were. Yeah, I know. Because there are three at least three people that were seen. The other two. They, um, their trial actually took place a little bit later. I couldn't find out why, but because it took place later, um, and they had gone past the act of, you know, in Parliament saying that this is the date, um, you know, going on from this date, there'll be no more public executions. Mm. Because of that, they were spared. Really? and they yeah they weren't they weren't executed, they were placed in prison. Um, you know, throughout their whole lives. But oh, that's um, interesting
1: because executions were still happening in private, so within the walls of the prison. But mm, it's interesting that they didn't.
0: Yeah, that's kill. true. Actually, they weren't they weren't executed. They were placed in jail for life. So maybe their um, alibi was a little bit stronger, or maybe they they proclaimed that Barrett was the the head person, and they were just kind of oh. following behind or something. Oh. Um, Barrett's body was buried in Newgate Jow for 35 years until 1903 when the prison was torn down. It's where you've got the old Bailey today. And his remains um, were exhumed and buried in the City of London Cemetery. Yeah, apparently there's a plaque there, which marks his grave today. So I think we're going to have to take a little bit of a road oh, trip.
1: There's quite a few places we have to go. And I've been, you know, getting out and about to some of the places we've been chatting about lately. But I think we're going to have to do a little once around London, aren't we? And go and yeah. some of these. Uh, I really want to go up to um, the cemetery at Kensal Green and see Ooh, yes. James Barry and um, Mary Seacole and people like that that I talked about in Global Tea Break. So, yeah, I think we need a little, we need a little mooch, don't we? Yeah, we do. We definitely yeah. do. Um,
0: so the prison, in the end, it was demolished in 1890. And then, as I said, you know, in the 1940s, it was used um, as an air raid shelter. And then it was turned into a school. And if you pass it today, so you still got part of the original outer walls. Mm-hmm. And you can see the building that used to be this school. It was called Middleton School, um, which closed in the 1970s. And actually, it's now been turned into really expensive, converted flats. But you can tell immediately that it would have been a school. It's just got that look. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting like the walls and the brick um because you've got the original wall of the prison i don't know there's just something really sinister about Ooh, it yeah. and knowing that the house is just opposite collapsed and you're literally within the area which is called Sands walk which is where the explosion took place where they left the barrel just being there it's um i don't know it's it's quite eerie oh yeah um and now the vaults because they're still there They were used for Clerkenwell Design Week. um, And they have been used for films. So in 2007, the adaptation of Oliver Twist, they used the space for filming.
1: Right.
0: Um, It was also used in one of the Sherlock Holmes
1: movies. Um, It was meant to represent the tunnels below Westminster. Oh. Also, Oliver Twist one, was that the TV series with with, um, Tom Hardy? Was it that one? I think, well, 2007, I think it might have been. Isn't yeah. That, of a, that, was, that was a really good version, actually. If you can Yeah. Your hands on it, it's very good. God, I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> and it had Sophie Okunido as as Nancy as well. She's great. It was really, yeah. really good. I liked it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's also been
0: used in Spooks, in the uh, the television series Spooks. Um, also, The Secret Diary of a Core cool Girl and St Trinian's 2.
1: Oh, those classic films.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, sadly, it's just closed now. I mean, they still exist, and you can find pictures online of what it looks like, and it is very eerie. And actually, you can find the Most haunted episode uh, with Derek and Cora (laughs) online as well, which I did watch. I didn't watch it all because it started, you know, Derek and Cora, it starts to get a bit like, you know, like, because he says, oh, I've never been here before, and I don't know any, any information, but... I don't know. Uh, but it gives I'm you it. it gives you a great kind of view of what it looks like down there which is the main thing. Um and yeah, just very very eerie. Amazing. So there you go.
1: Brilliant. I had no idea about that story. I think that's definitely a little spot that we need to go and explore. Um and what a great I mean just I love this idea of we're going to get him out. What do we do? Just blast the hell out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, what, on the other side of this wall? Yeah. Oh, loads um, of dead people now because we blasted them to bits. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he, And I he guess... Just- sorry, go on. No, go on. I was just going to say, if
0: they had managed it and, you know, you had the prisoners actually in the exercise yard... If they hadn't have killed them, the prisoners, not just O'Sullivan, who they were trying to, to break free, um, but the prisoners would have just escaped and yeah. just
1: roamed around, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. And I kind of, I was thinking that if it was, you know, they said it was that bad, that like, that, you know, that destructive, that they probably would have killed the guy they were trying to get out anyway. Yeah, very <laughs> true. <laughs> How was So there we go. Fantastic. What a great story. I had no clue about that. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, you should um, definitely, as I say, take a walk by. Yeah. Because, um,
0: yeah, the atmosphere—it's called Sands Walk, where the, the the explosion went off. Brilliant!
1: Brilliant. Podcast pedestal. So we need to pick our podcast pedestal toppers, don't we? We do. Do you have a feeling? Do you know what you're going to go for? Oh. Um. No, I'm struggling a bit this week because there's some really great. Actually, no, I think I do know. Yeah, I do know. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You can go first. All right. So I'm going to go for, yes, I think I'm going to go for the the, the barrel of explosive that didn't go off. Oh, that's a good one. Because that was the bit where they were given the tip off and they were able to get everybody in and, and kind of that. Yeah, that, that sort of 24 hours delay. Yes. Um, thwarted the plans. I love it. Okay, well,
0: I'm gonna go for the Something white goth- ball.
1: The white ball—that was one of my other picks. That was one of my other choices. <laughs> the poor yeah. little sad ball just the pops sad over. Little
0: ball, I'm kind of thinking, you know, like Castaway, like the little face. Oh
1: on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boof. <laughs> also, I've just had a thought. Surely, the guys who were exploding the wall realized there was no one on the other side when there was. There would have been no noise. Yeah, or I guess no there be was like no noise of people playing or you know kicking balls or running or whatever it might have been.
0: Yeah, but maybe but it is a prison though. Maybe exercise meant just walk around, don't
1: talk to each other, just literally. Maybe this is the eighteen sixties as well. Maybe. Who knows? Mm. Well, anyway, mm. the white ball. I think that's a good one because I love that image of it just sort of plopping down and gently bouncing and then just rolling just into silence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rolling towards a policeman's foot. Just, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Stand back, lads. Oh, hilarious. So those are those are your options this week, everybody. That is the, the white ball. That was the tip-off, uh, which I <laughs> just love that image of, of the sad little white ball. And uh, what was my one? I've forgotten already. Oh, the the, um, the gunpowder that doesn't go off. Yeah. Uh, that, that gives them the the ability to yeah you know, take uh, take precautions for the, for the next day. Yeah, it is literally the nineteenth-century version of the gunpowder plot, isn't it? Kind of is, kind of is. So there we go. Fabulous. Okay. Thanks, Emily. That's okay. great. No worries.
0: No worries at all.
1: Wonderful. Um. And do you have anything coming up? Um, Well, yes, I do. I can't find my diary at the minute, but I have walking tours coming up and loads of the next weekends. Um, So hop along and do that. And there there was also, I went to Westminster Abbey this last week and was putting the idea out there about uh, me doing a public Westminster Abbey tour, which means that um, rather than, you know, having a a private guide, you could come in in a small group and we do it as a group. And that seemed to get, quite a lot of interest. So um, I'm going to try and figure out a date for that because I've got a few people going, oh, yeah, because people, you know, this is the year to do Westminster Abbey. It's so quiet. It's so yeah, good. So um, yeah, so true. Yeah. So that would be, um, yeah. Keep your eyes out, Peel, for that. I will have a little think about that and um, put a date up at some point. Um, yeah. There we go. Great. And you? Are you just still chilling and (laughs) still still you know still mumming (laughs) um yeah
0: i mean she's she's taking taking over everything which i'm totally fine with to be honest um so yes i'm still doing a few drawings here and there and selling my artwork so please feel free to follow my instagram sketch page which is at sketch
1: underscore history
0: and if you want me to commission um
1: uh, a piece for you then please just let me know you've done some lovely commissions lately They're oh thank beautiful! You. thank you very much the wheel of destiny fabulous well it is wheel time it is wheel time
0: so I'm really it's my,
1: excited it's my <laughs> the, the highlight of our week um, so it's my my pick uh, for next week um, I've done quite a lot of people so I might look to do an event or something um Let's see where we get to. All right. You ready? I'm ready. I've got Carmen with me again. So she's oh, going to help me
0: spin the wheel. Lovely. You can hear some heavy breathing. I've just got her on my neck. <laughs> um, okay. Off we go. Uh, okay. We have landed
1: in Waterloo. Oh, okay, cool. Have we been to Waterloo? Yeah, We, we have. We? We've done Waterloo Bridge and Somerset House. We did, didn't we? No, that was Embankment, though.
0: Oh, it? oh, yes, of course it was. Yeah,
1: it was. I feel like we might have been to Waterloo once before. I feel like we have. And I can't think what it was now.
0: Did we do Edith Cavill?
1: Was she in Waterloo? No. She wouldn't have been Waterloo. Anyway, well, whether we've been there or not, I'll oh, check Oh, did we back. do Florence Nightingale? Oh, I think we did, didn't we? We did Florence Nightingale and Mary Seacole. Mm. Yeah, that was yonks ago. Um... Fab, well, we're back in Waterloo. All right. There we go. Right. Well, um, what what are you going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Well, there's quite a lot. um, But it's funny because I was, uh, something I've had on my list for a little while, and just recently I was chatting to somebody on Instagram who was asking about, um, did I have any information on this particular thing? And I said, oh, I'm going to do a podcast on it at some point, as soon as I get a, you know, uh, something comes up. And as luck would have it, uh, there we go. So I'm going to do it. And it is the London Necropolis Railway. Ooh, this is a bit of me, isn't it? This is a bit goth guidey. <laughs> yeah, gosh. It's almost like um it's Halloween for us with these two, isn't it? I know, right. Well I've just realized I did um railway last time as well, but that's fine, we're gonna go that's down the right. railway thing. Double rail. Um, that's no what maybe what was in my head. Um so yeah, it's it's about the the London Dead Railway. Oh, I love this. I don't
0: I have to say I haven't looked into it too much. Right. I know like um the framework. But the inner workings of it, oh, I'm really excited to, to hear well, about gonna it. We're going to have a little bit
1: of a rummage around that. So that'll be next mm. week's one, the London Necropolis Railway, which I think is fantastic. Brilliant. There we go. And that's it for this week. Great. Fantastic. Well, fantastic. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you all for coming. Thanks, Em, for a fab chat. Lots yeah, no of explosions worries. Explosions and goth guidiness there. Yeah. And we will see you all next week for a bit more, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, g- classic kind of Emily goth guide stuff, but it's coming from me instead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In there we'll be deaths
1: <laughs> well no they're already dead so it's fine oh yeah that's true that's
0: true <laughs> I remember when we started it was light history wasn't it
1: well no I think you went in pretty, pretty with some, <laughs> yeah. like no actually the very first one was the, the beer flood oh yes <laughs> yes there was deaths there were deaths um, <laughs> but yeah mm, anyway well that'll be that's it for next week um, beautiful uh, lovely thank you all so much for coming and we will see you next week have a great one Stay safe, stay happy. And we'll see you then. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.